bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basili. Good morning and good evening. It depends on what time of the day you're listening to this show. The bottom line is welcome to the show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. That's what we do on this show. It's about thriving. It's about taking your life and looking at it and thinking, wow, why am I struggling each and every day? Why is it difficult for me to get up some days? And maybe it's not so obvious that it's difficult, but you know something is really not exactly in line with what you want in life. And so we're here to bring you leaders in the field of human potential and uh, and have a conversation that will inspire and uplift you to live life full out. And that is the truth of my guest today, Stephanie Durham. Uh, she is a regular on the Dr. Pat Show and, as a matter of fact, is an amazing woman herself. She is a coaching consultant, and what she does is she does something very important. She takes her experience in life and melds that into a fabulous coaching uh, practice. And she has helped so many people to live life full out. She's also a graduate of CMED Institute, which is Carolyn Mace's Institute for uh, Sacred Contracts. And uh, you will be talking about sacred contracts today. She also has a... Um, is certified in NLP. She is an NLP master, practitioner, life coach, and hypnotherapist. So when you work with Stephanie, you get to really talk about the things that are holding you back. And what she then does is help each and every one of us see what is in front of us, what is ours to do, and how we can have what we want in this life. And today's topic is sacred contracts. We're going to be talking about what happens when our sacred, what are sacred contracts, what happens when they collide, if that is even possible. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining the show today. How are you today? I'm very good today, and I'm really excited about today's topic. Um, sacred contracts co- colliding. Let's start off by talking about sacred contracts, what they are, who has them. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here and visiting with you like this. I so enjoy this. You know, many people in, in the different worlds that I have been studying in late, uh, people use different words from their world of perception to describe the same thing. And very often you find yourself in communication with someone about a topic and you're using words to describe a color or a picture and and they're not getting it, but it's my perception in conversation versus what another person views. So when we are attempting to um, define and describe the words that we use sacred contracts for people, it means different things. And what we want to try and do is understand that regardless of what my field of perception is, what does it feel like? What is a sacred contract? In the work that I teach, sacred contract is a term we use to describe 
what our uh, mission in life, our purpose in life, the people that we meet, and what our agreements are with that person and with the divine as it relates to how I will proceed through this process. And as an example, when a person has a, uh, a poor uh, memory about something in their past, say, you know, I remember when I was a young girl and we would all get together and uh-huh. go over to one of the grandma's houses on Sunday afternoon for gathering, for family gathering, for dinner, for those kinds of things. And there was one grandmother that I had, great-grandmother actually, who was um, almost blind. And I was seven or eight years old, and she she scared me. She scared me because she was the kind of a person who always knew what was going on around you. And because she used a language that I wasn't comfortable with as a young child, I would go out of my way to, like, you know, kind of dance around the other room because I didn't want to talk to her. Uh-huh, right, exactly. And my mother one day said to me, well, I remember we were out in the desert down in Hysteria, California, and she looked at me and she said, you go say hi to Granny Grunt. Now get that. Her name was Granny Grunt. Oh, jeez. And so I'm walking by her and I'm trying to get into the little kitchen, and she hollered. I, I mean, to me in my memory it was a holler. She went, Janie? That was what my family called me. Janie? And it's like, oh, God, I'm busted. So I went over to her, and um, I said hello to her, and I hugged her. And she looked at me, even though she was blind. She looked at me, and she said, you're just a beautiful young girl. Oh, wow. And I thought, as a child, I thought, how do you know that? Because they told me you can't see. Who's telling me, you know, who's telling me? Is it, can you really see? Are you sitting there faking it? Because she had a tendency to do that kind of thing, I think, and use it to her benefit from time to time. At any rate, what I did in that moment, in that split second, when I looked at her and and she said that to me, it was like I could see something else. Beyond what we can see with our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. And... Now, today, I mean, and when and we had a re- regular family gathering. Now, today, why is it that at this age, mid, this many, many, many years later, I recall that instant? There was something in that moment that for me was significant that will lead me into recognizing that was a sacred contract. There was an agreement. There was a moment, a synchronistic moment of connection that when we honor our sacred contracts, it means something. It moves us into a different life, uh, with it, I mean a different path. It acknowledges, we acknowledge the existence of a different reason for something to occur. So you, at that moment, you, uh, as you look back at this, you knew, uh, you know now that that interaction was absolutely meant to happen. Absolutely. Beyond anything you can understand. At eight years old, this elder, this wise woman, this crone, was trying to tell me that you don't need your physical eyes to see. What a lesson, though. What a, what a blessing, actually. Uh, what a way to really take that information and embed it in one's life. But, Stephanie, part of this sacred contract is the path that you take as well 
isn't it? The path that you take where you get to recognize that that is a lesson for you to have learned. All along the way. Now, you take all those physical years ago. We take all these bits and pieces as we move forward. And our sense of awareness increases as to the potential of why we are doing certain things. And I say potential because it's always a matter of how I choose to react given the opportunity that the sacred contract presents. Okay, so today's show, really, when we're talking about when sacred contracts collide, we're talking about the choices that we're faced with, the decisions that we that we're faced with uh, in order for us to then move along a path that our sacred contract would love for us to be aligned with. Yes, and learning how to recognize those little pieces and what we can do with them. Because when we feel lined up, and to describe the feeling of being lined up and being involved in something in, in a contract, a collision used in this term uh, that we're discussing today, mm-hmm. is not necessarily a bad thing. It is explosive, it is powerful, it is transformational, but it isn't necessarily uh, carry a negative connotation. Because when you take something that is large, take two, two objects that are large, and they collide and they break open, then we have 15 or 20 or who knows how many other pieces of this same the same piece of the, uh, the, the, you know, if, if you imagine like a little ball, and if two balls collide, as a, then you have 15, 20 different offshoots of that contract. Exactly. And, that, and it weaves in and out every, so many different people. We don't know how many people. We don't know how many opportunities will be created as a result of you and I in, in having a contract to be together in this program today. Right. It is going to reach out. The two pieces of, of energy are going to connect and create an, an infinite number of opportunities for others. And it may very well be that the sole purpose of my involvement today is that someone in one of the many, many places that your program has heard will hear one thing that will lead them on a path that will um, elevate their opportunity to, to enforce and to create a path for themselves and the richness that they have within themselves to to move into their contracts. And that's that's all my involvement is, but it's imperative. And, and is it, uh, when we talk about sacred contracts, Stephanie, are we talking about being destined to something? Is it something that when we say, I have a sacred contract and you have a sacred contract, and along the way you and I have met, and here we are. Are we? Uh, it, when we look at sacred contracts, is it the same as being uh, destined to a certain path or an outcome? You know, I just destiny is one of those words that I just kind of cringe when people <laughs> mention because I do not, in all of the work that I've done, I can find absolutely no foundation to believe that we are destined to anything because we have the opportunity to act. Um, There are situations that happen in our life that will result in something very real, something material, something that exists. And yet, does that mean that I was destined to um, uh, birth a child who would die? Mm. No, it does not. 
It means that the opportunity is there. Am I destined to be um, uh, a, a, a gardener all my life when I really like computers? Absolutely not. Destiny is, does not control our actions and our choices. I believe that our actions and our choices will give us the opportunity to um, fulfill our contract, but it is not de destined. It is, in fact, a piece of this puzzle is that we will be given an opportunity in the choice, to, uh, or an opportunity to make a choice as to how we may proceed through a synchronistic moment that will affect the outcome of our contracts in this life. But it is not destined. Well, well, thank you know, thank you because I'm kind of I'm on the same page as you, and the word gets used a lot, almost to the point of where I think we get, you know we forget that we have the power to create change. Let's take a short break. Uh, for those of you listening, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today is Stephanie Durham. She is the creator of the Inquiring Mind, as well as a graduate of CMED and uh, Institute, hypnotherapist, NLP master practitioner, a phenomenal entrepreneur and businesswoman, and more from her when we come back. Stay tuned, everyone. The Authority and Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Visit DigestEasy.com. That's DigestEasy.com. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. June is busting out all over, and so is the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Now, live, coast to coast, we are thrilled to be announcing all of the ways that you can join our thriving community of listeners. Whether you are a daytime listener, drive-time listener, or internet listener, there is something here for everyone. Our new website has 24-7 listening, podcasting, live Thrive Chat, and the latest on national and local events. Oh, and don't forget our library of resources to connect you with products and services that support positive change, honors the dignity of the human spirit, and is committed to healing the planet. For more information and to listen online, go to www.drpatworldwide.com. That's www.drpatworldwide.com and tap in to your unlimited possibilities. Within each of us is a call to greater life. Now, Mary Manon Morrissey, minister, author, and teacher, helps you discover your own greater life in a brand new interactive radio show. Introducing Life Solutions with Mary Manon Morrissey. Real people, real problems, real solutions. Life Solutions Radio, Mondays at 5 p.m., part of the Dr. Pat family. The Sacred Romance is a new CD produced by Ava and Dennis. It's not love in a romantic way. This music is straight from the heart and celebrates the light within us all. This music provides a welcome haven for the soul in these troubling times. 
To receive the CD or see Ava and Dennis live, visit www.thesacredromance.com or call them at 888-62-DREAM. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My guest today is Stephanie Durham, and she is here talking with us about sacred contracts, something that I have had um, a wonderful time exploring with Stephanie. Uh, she is an entrepreneur, a, a businesswoman whose experience spans 25 years uh, working in many, many aspects of organizations and helping individuals and businesses flourish. And right now we're talking about uh, sacred contracts. And, Stephanie, uh, let's just give out your website right now uh, so that folks can follow along or find out more about you as they're listening. I would love to. We're, um, our website is www.inqmind.com. And we're, our phone number, we're in um, the toll-free number there is one eight six six four six one six four six three. 4631 And we'll mention this again. Uh, Stephanie, part of the work in Sacred Contracts, you work with archetypes. I do. And, you know, that's um, part of the training that you've experienced with Carolyn Mays. And uh, we were talking before about sacred contracts and, and destiny, and, you know, I, I think it would be wonderful for you to share a little bit about archetypes, what they are, because the, today's topic is about sacred contracts and what happens when sacred contracts collide, because isn't it true that different archetypal um, characters will show up depending upon different circumstances in our lives? Absolutely. You know, uh, and we were talking on break a little bit, uh, one of the things that kind of gets me going is, is this destiny thing, and the shadow of uh, a person's perception about that term, destiny, what it does is when you say, well, I'm doomed, you know, I have no choice, I'm destined to be um, a uh, toilet washer all my life or something, that's almost like it, it, it enables someone to remain in what we refer to as a victim, a shadow victim. The term victim is an archetypal pattern that we use that is one of our four primary survival archetypes uh, that when we are doing the work that we do with archetypal patterning, uh, we have 12 in our chart of origin, and four of them are survival. We have a child. There are different kind of child archetypes. And when you think of a child, uh, think of in all, of the, all these cases, when we're talking about these, we have empowerment, we have shadow. Am I going to be an empowered child or am I going to be a shadow child? Um, a prostitute is also a survival archetype. And you, may, you might say, well, I, I don't have a prostitute. What do you mean? No, I, I'm not going to say that. It carries a negative connotation as well. Here's the great thing about the prostitute. The prostitute is our integrity checker. Are we going to sell our soul for a job? Uh, it can be that simple. Are we going to remain um, powerless because we need uh, whatever, a car, or we need to stay in this relationship um, that I have and 
because someone else is paying the bills or providing a roof. That's the prostitute, and the prostitute will bring us back into integrity. The um, uh, saboteur is the next uh, survival archetype, and the saboteur is kind of, yeah, look at it this way, the mind chatter that we do with ourselves that says, oh, you know, I'm going to, uh, the simplest way to explain, uh, I'm a, you know, I'm overweight, I'm going to go on a diet, and I'm going to lose 30 pounds in, in 30 days. Well, that's setting yourself up to fail. Right out of the gate, though. Yeah. It, well, that's what the saboteur is very, very good at, is setting us up in our mind chatter to um, enter into statements or agreements where we sabotage ourselves. Well, in part, of, in part of that conversation, let me ask you about this. The saboteur is a very interesting archetype for me. Doesn't the saboteur even show up? Uh, in in the way that, uh, if using the example you just used, shows up by having us create a goal that isn't achievable. And then even when we create a goal that is achievable, so let's take the flip side of that, where we say, I want to lose two pounds in the next month, comes back and says, well, that's not good enough. Right. It, it is both absolutely. It, it is we can set upon approaching our sacred contracts from a very real, very methodical, very practical approach. And then, am I rising to the occasion enough? Am I listening to someone else try and sabotage me and my progress? Am I paying attention to the wrong things that motivate me? So the saboteur, the empowerment associated with the saboteur is, well, now wait a minute. I know that in order for me to reach my goal of two pounds in a month, there are certain things I need to do. And I'm going to look at the rest of my life, and I'm going to make sure that it's aligned, that I'm currently aligned with that goal. And then I proceed. Then the saboteur has done everything to check the, uh, the whole balance out, in concert, mind you, with all these other archetypal patterns, because it is not independently functioning. None of these are. And so that is a very real consideration Finally, we come to the victim, which was the one that we started with here to describe um, how some people will stay uh, and in their approach to life will recognize, well, it, I'm fated to be, uh-huh. my destiny to be. And really, that's a shadow victim. It's like, hi, my name is, do you know I lost my house 15 years ago? Have you ever walked up to anybody, first words out of their mouth were something that is about them that will give you the opportunity to what they want, feel sorry for them. Oh, yeah, whether it's a job loss or it could be any number of things. Exactly. And and what they're really saying is, hi, I'm a victim. And what we want to do is to take and to recognize, if someone were to say to me, hi, my name is, I'm a victim, um, I can choose to react several different ways. But our contract, when I'm approached with, could you and I meet, and someone, and and you're dealing with something, and still dealing with something that is uh, not resolved. You are not victorious in your life's path over that particular issue. Okay. Because that's the enlightened portion. That's when we are victorious over something. So many times, inspirational leaders, international icons, are recognized for their strength of character because they were able to overcome something. 
And when they do, they are victorious over it, and they become a magnet. Well, I want to be like that. If I could only see in, the, in their life's path what they had to get through to become victorious over it, that's where the lesson is for me. There's no one destined to be anything. And if I remain a vet, you take a, um, pick anybody that you, you know, uh, Superman, uh, what's his, uh, Chris? Christopher Reeve. Okay. Was injured, severely injured. He was Superman. Now, archetypally, let's look at this archetypally. Okay. That man represented Superman. And when we think of Superman, we have all-powerful, we have good, we have uh, rescuing and saving people from distress. We have this extremely uh, physically um, active person who is Superman. And then, and then in, in, in the case of this story, this Superman becomes injured or his body will no longer function. That's right. That was such a shock to everyone. Instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Was he destined to undergo and to have to live through that particular um, physical ailment or injury? I don't believe so. I believe that the opportunity was there, and for various number of reasons, he was uh, in a position where his physical body would no longer function the way it did two minutes before the accident. Mm -hmm. However... Here is the enlightenment and the victorious uh, example that he set as an international icon. When he passed recently, he's still Superman. And he's speaking. We all know who he is. Is that, Stephanie, and, and hold this question for when we come back, is that because he was at a, a choice point in his life? And this is, I think, in, this is, you know, in, in, in support of our topic today, this is what I think you're talking about. He had a decision to make, even though he could not use his body in the way that he had before, he was still at a position where he could decide whether or not he was going to take something out into the world towards the greater good of humanity. He could have he could have just done nothing, of course. The archetypal pattern within him and within all of us will not go away. It is either shadow or helpless or it is enlightened and powerful. And his contract in life was that he would be able to transform the conventional definition of Superman and exemplify how someone without physical movement can still be an empowered Superman. And contribute to the world. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Stephanie Durham. Stephanie Durham is an amazing individual who helps people review and reveal their sacred contracts and so much more. Uh, When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about what happens when sacred contracts collide, what does that mean exactly, and how do we recognize when our sacred contract shows up as something very different than what we thought it was going to be. I'm Dr. Pat right here with Stephanie Durham. We'll take a short break, and we'll be right back with you with the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned, everyone. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. 
NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. Copioushealth.com. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. You've heard me talk about it, and now it's here. The book, Inspiration to Realization, Volume 2. Real women reveal proven strategies for personal, business, financial, and spiritual fulfillment. And guess what? Dr. Pat leads the book off with the three secrets to living life full out. Order your copy now by going to www.thedrpatshow.com or call me at 206-523-5522. 206-523-5522. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACEs, Authenticity, Choices, Empowerment, and Success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening right here on voiceamerica.com. Uh, this is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm here with Stephanie Durham. And I mentioned also that Stephanie uh, is... A very, very, very amazing individual and how she helps and, you know, how she helps people like you and me is by helping us understand our sacred contracts. She's a graduate of CMED, which is Carolyn Mace's Institute, and also an archetypal consultant, a hip certified hypnotherapist, NLP master practitioner, and life coach. And we were talking during break and before break about sacred contracts and what appears to be a collision. And Stephanie, I want to ask you, I mean, what is, what is it that's really going on? Well, you know, and before we broke, uh, we were talking about 
an interaction as someone that represents uh, with Superman what we're, our perception of, of, a, of an archetypal pattern, a hero, the Superman, and then something occurring in that hero's journey that resulted in a, a per, how we as the world would view that this person was no longer Superman, but in fact, energetically and archetypally, was very much affecting people's lives post-injury. So you and I, as we were um, when we were talking, people say to you, you have all these wonderful, wonderful skill sets. You have spent the last 30 years in corporate America. You're trained in organization. You're extremely astute in, in working with people with human resources in an organizational sense. And here you are doing talk radio that's all alternative. And they, people lose the connection, just like we lost the connection with the example of Superman. What is the connection between what you have spent up until this time, your entire life training for, so that you could incorporate all of those things in a totally different fashion? And that is honoring our contract. We may not yet know how to define it, but all of those skills are imperative for you to be a radio host internationally known from coast to coast. And you're, you're, I don't, your schedule's gotten so busy, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so then we have these people who say, you know, we're, we're sitting there over lunch. Not you and I, I mean, this is hypothetically. And someone says, Wow, how come you're not doing blah, 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 blah? Exactly. That's what you were all trained for because their perception is that you're not employing what you spent all of your life living and learning every day, but in fact you are. It's and, your contract. And that's the difficult part for people to, to remember, isn't it? Yes. I mean, and so, you know, today's term when sacred contracts collide, <clears throat> it feels like a collision, but is it really? Exactly. It's an, it's an energetic explosion, but it does not have a negative connotation. It's imperative that it occur, and whether or not you picked up the phone and called the wrong number was your, your participation in that contract. When we are doing things, sometimes we don't have a clue why. We don't even recognize that it's important, yet... If we are paying attention and we look back over our life, we see that it, it absolutely had to occur that way because I wouldn't be where I am today. How many times have you talked, well, if I had my life to live over, I would blah, 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 and it's something totally different than the life they lived. I would not go back. Now, you know, this doesn't mean that we don't have painful, grieving moments throughout our life. Exactly. I would not go back and change a single solitary event of my life, because if I had, I wouldn't be where I am today, and uh, and things may not always be rosy right today either. However, I am in a spot, I'm in a point where I recognize that all of my life up until this time were my lessons, my journey, that I needed from the divine in order to fulfill who I am today and who I am affecting others, people affecting me tomorrow and the next day and until my life is complete. Well, it's all like this amazing tapestry, isn't it? Very intricately woven. Mm -hmm. The finest of weaving. And if you've ever watched anyone weave, they make it look easy. 
and it is not. Oh, they really do. They really do. And, and, and in our lives, Stephanie, I mean, the part that doesn't feel easy, the collision point that we have in our lives. I mean, for me, I had a collision point, and I'll tell you that it, it felt like a collision. My collision uh, back in 1992, the event that led me to, to reshape my life, at the time was very painful. It felt like a collision. Um, I had the collision with what, what I viewed at the time, my boss and the organization, and it felt like uh, everything around me was coming apart. And it was. And it was. <laughs> but little did I know that the decisions that I would make after, you know, experiencing a downsizing after 25 years, the decision, decisions that I would make to go back to school, to do research on the phenomenon, uh, to make sure that organizations know what people are experiencing. And now for me to really shine the light on what I consider um, uh, human integrity in the field of organizations, that would have never happened had I not really butted heads with another individual, and our sacred contracts just did not work together. Intentionally. That was, that, and, and that, that collision was, um, uh, it had to happen. For, and, and I, you know, I don't know the exact details of, of this. However, you have referenced how you have evolved beyond that point and are grateful for that moment in hindsight. Absolutely. The other individual and individuals involved, the organization itself, the, how, the, how the, our entire nation may have been affected as a result of that interaction between you and this other person, we do not know how powerful that is. We don't know where the other person is. We don't know how it affected them. And, and we have no ownership and or control over that either. And it continues to work that way. I mean, we're looking at sacred contracts. For those of you that have just uh, tuned in, I'm here with Stephanie Dorm of The Inquiring Mind. If you want to find out more about Stephanie's work, uh, very easy to do that. Let's just send you, uh, do you want to give out a phone number or website, Stephanie? Uh, the website is www.inqmind.com. And um, our website looks uh, very organizational. And one of the things that we have there that are refer we call them paradigmal enhancements. Paradigmal enhancements is a term we use to define some of the different services we offer. However, it very much speaks to our topic today. A paradigmal shift is a shift in belief patterns. It's the same thing. You look at it differently, and we're enhancing it. And with that, our vision about that changes. How we see it changes. How we see what happens in our past now takes on a different significance when we attune, when we fine-tune our vision. And that with this attunement comes this different viewpoint of the archetypal patterns in our lives and how they become our buddies and not our nemesis. And how we learn to um, embrace who we truly are as a result of our life pattern and our life lessons. There, if, if, a victim. Can you imagine anybody wanting to claim a victim? Or a prostitute? Or any of the four survival archetypes that we're talking about? 
Well, you know, at the time when you said that, I have to say this to you. Uh, I, as, much, as often as you and I have, have talked, as often as we've had this con- uh, conversation, I have started to learn to appreciate the prostitute in me. Now, I say that, and, and, you know, and it's worth a, a, just a brief conversation. You know, for me, I look back at the years that I spent in corporate America, and what I, I look back now and I say, what did I do to achieve that level of success? How much of my soul did I leave behind? What did I trade to get that six-digit-plus salary to report directly to the president? And then when did I recognize that that, that that clothing didn't fit anymore? Isn't this part of the, the sacred contract conversation? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And when here you are, though, and that was how many years ago, and you're able to see that. You see, we do not have control over the timing of our perception because had you recognized that 15 years ago, mm-hmm. You may have left that organization prematurely, according to according to the plan. Exactly. And so it was absolutely imperative for your vision about that particular talk, about the prostitute, um, to run its course until you were at a point where it could no longer function in your space and time. You, you were so um, overcome with with the energy that it takes to manifest change, that even though you may look back at a situation and feel as though you were, um, you, were, uh, you, were, you were caught in the middle of corporate organizational change, that's the bottom line, and you had a choice to walk away from it empowered or not, and that doesn't mean there wasn't a period of grief. Exactly. But that's the key to what we're saying. To get back to the model that you use, Stephanie, which is ACES, that is the, the key to each and every one of us freeing ourselves in this lifetime. Even when we believe we're in a you know, head-on collision course with another individual, another group, another organization, or even one's own country. I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about having each person that's listening to this show today understand that they not only have choices, but the choices that they have are more abundant than they even realize. And it is only through acknowledging our authentic self, which means embracing the shadow. Okay. See how many more choices we have. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Stephanie Durham on the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, and more with uh, our conclusion coming back, talking about how each and every one of us emerges like the phoenix. We rise again. We don't have to be our collision. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com 
Occasional digestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food, and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call now, 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's right, 1-866-NO-BLOAT, and discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. Hi, I'm Marianne Williamson. I very much enjoy doing Dr. Pat's radio show. I think she's holding a great conversation, and I hope you'll listen. June is busting out all over, and so is the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Now, live, coast to coast, we are thrilled to be announcing all of the ways that you can join our thriving community of listeners. Whether you are a daytime listener, drive-time listener, or internet listener, there is something here for everyone. Our new website has 24-7 listening, podcasting, live Thrive Chat, and the latest on national and local events. Oh, and don't forget our library of resources to connect you with products and services that support positive change, honors the dignity of the human spirit, and is committed to healing the planet. For more information and to listen online, go to www.drpatworldwide.com. That's www.drpatworldwide.com and tap in to your unlimited possibilities. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for listening. I'm here today with uh, Stephanie Durham. We're talking about sacred contracts. What happens when sacred contracts collide? Uh, what does that mean, and how do you create the situation that will allow you to live life full out? And, you know, we're having this conversation, Stephanie, and, and along the way uh, the question has to emerge, is there really a collision at all? I mean, when we're running butt up against something in our lives that seems absolutely horrific, is that a collision of sacred contracts, or is that a natural flow and path? Once again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say from my viewpoint and from the work that I do in the world, I don't believe that it's a collision uh, because that term to me represents a negative action. Mm-hmm. And so in my world of perception, no, I don't believe it's a collision. I believe it's an opportunity. In fact, that does feel monumental, but it's not, it's, it's like it's, it's a divine plan that has an opportunity to explode with growth. That's what, that, that, that you, if, you, if you see collision that way, then, and, or if I see collision that way, then yes, they collide, absolutely. But it's like there's this, this, this integrate, well, take, as an, take um, um, conception. Take physical conception. It's a collision. Okay. It's a collision of an egg and a sperm. Well, it really is. Absolutely. But without it, without that, that collision, that colliding, you wouldn't have birth. So in that event, if from that idea, from that viewpoint, 
Absolutely, they collide. Contracts collide every day, every place, everywhere. You know, some people would look at this from a from a macro perspective, and you know, given what's going on in the world right now, you know, there are so many sacred contracts at a at a, at a global level operating that we are aware of. I mean, communication has really, and the technology has really made us much more aware of events, not necessarily all of the details and truth, but we're much more aware of what's going on in the world. And some people would look around the world and say, wait a minute, these folks are not on the same page. This is a collision. Yep, and that's true. That is very, very true. Energetically, globally, from the 12th house of the collective, if the energy in the collective that um, and whichever archetypal pattern that is associated with my chart of origin that falls in the 12th house of the collective will be where I find my greatest strength when I navigate. And I, and I mean this truly. When I navigate the waters of the collective, I become a piece of. And how can I best be served? So you take communication as an example. And because uh, we're, we're talking about this global interaction, this vibrational global interaction. If I was a gardener, and we'll go back to my example earlier. Okay. If I were a gardener who found that my true value was, was growing uh, food that would, that would feed people, and then I would be served. However, if I'm a gardener whose true calling in life, so to speak, remember we're using these, these words that everyone's somewhat familiar with, but the gardener's true calling and best archetypal energy can be served in technology, the sooner that person makes a shift into technology and communication from a, from a material viewpoint, from electronic viewpoint, that person then transcends and is able to take the message of nourishment into the, the communications world that affects the global interpretation of messages that are served. And, God, I know that sounds like it's, trying to be, it's hard to connect the dots, but it really isn't. Take the gardener who makes a potato, who grows a potato. Exactly. Potatoes nourish people. And so nourishment is feeding what? Is it feeding our body? Is it feeding our soul? So we take the gardener who is able to transcend out of working in the earth and their, their skill set, their aptitude, their, their characteristics, their archetypal patterns that are surrounding them takes them into a place where they're really in best service by creating memory chips on a factory line in Kansas because what they're doing there is they're creating this chip that will feed who and what. Maybe it's feeding our soul by this interaction. Now, that person has met their sacred contract. How that information is used, because they're a technology person, even though on the outside it looks like they're a factory line worker, who uses and how that information is used globally to serve the sharing of information is when they have participated in a contract, then it goes to another level. 
Now, that's not to say, like you said, we're in the world of information. We know a lot more than we used to know, or do we? Well, that's the question. Exactly. You know, the question is around, we, we certainly get a lot more information. The question is always around the accuracy of the information. That's because the prostitute is alive and well, working with integrity, <laughs> or not. That's an archetypal pattern. And and we look, so you when you look at, at your life, or you look at where you work, or you look at your family, or, or the government, or the world, or the divine energy of the cosmic. It all starts with a perception of archetypal patterns and how they're used and, and, and how or not used and what our contracts are this lifetime to come. We contracted, we agreed to come in contact with an opportunity. And our contracts will help us walk through the maximization so that the evolution of, of what some of the work that I do is, is the uh, evolution of the soul, which means this lifetime, I didn't get it right last time, so this time I need to get it right, and if I do, if I do things differently this time, that it will serve someone else, and the whole vibration of the entire universe will increase. And when that happens, it could be happening today, it could be happening tomorrow, it could be happening 2,000 years from now, who knows. But what I do know is that Every step I take today to manifest and to create absolute best in vibration and the cleanest, direct, most um, accurate way or correct way or fulfilling way to, to view our contracts will result in a better good for all. And that's really what we're talking about here. I mean, to go back and really close the loop on this collision and, and uh, you know, if I'm using myself today as an example. And, Stephanie, you could have done the same with, with where you are today. And, and I think it's important to know that you're taking your work out into the world beyond the work that you do on sacred contracts. And, I, and I'm looking forward to talking with you about your new venture, which is with the home team. And I know we'll be talking about that in future shows, but to bring this back full circle, when you and I look at our lives, and as we're doing this as an example for everyone out there, and you think about that moment where you stood in front of uh, people that you viewed as having the power, and you're, the tears are running down your face, it's very difficult to believe that 10 years later you would have written a dissertation that won awards and that many, many people are now looking at and you receive royalties from. It's hard in that moment to believe that, but it's really tied into what you're saying, Stephanie. It is that we get to choose whether or not we're going to give back and contribute to the greater good of humanity. And I could have, as you as well, in all of the things that have gone on in your life, each of us could have decided to take a different path that may not, may not contribute to the greater good of society. And then the soul then has more work to do in another lifetime. Well, I guess. Is that what you're saying? You can do it right. You can get it right this time. You can come back and do it again, whatever you, whatever you want to do. That's oh, no, I am not coming back to do that one again. And this is what we want to say to each of you listening. You get to create your lives. And, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining the show today. What is your personal message for everyone listening today? Uh, I would like to pass on to absolutely everyone to always come, to look, when, look at things 
differently. Expand your the way you look at them because it will lead into personal growth that that will expand our interpretation. It, it like your mind. Open your mind. Open the possibility. Emily Dickinson says it best. I really would rather close with her quote. Dwell in possibility. Live there. Well, thank you. I mean, that's what we do on this show. Thank you all for listening today. Uh, you know, Stephanie, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If folks, if you'd like to find out more about Stephanie Durham and her work, uh, we'll send you to the website, www.inqmind.com, inqmind.com. And you're available for archetypal readings, uh, Stephanie, as well. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks uh, to Voice America. Thank you, Stephanie Dorham. We'll see you back here next week. And, yes, we will be in the next coming weeks uh, interviewing uh, Richard Simmons. Oh, until then, make yourselves a great, great week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.